Episode 2799. That's right. You heard it right. 2799. It's going to be a banger. Alec, we're back at some point in the day. May the 4th be with you. It is a day. We are recording. I don't even know how long it's been since we recorded, but hello. Hello. How are we doing today? We we actually got some... Uh, I, I thought about faking it as if the news broke while we recorded because it was only about 20 minutes before we started. Um, but I, I, I feel like we have to start out with the somewhat breaking news. Oh, okay, wait, wait, wait. I had a bit. Ready? Wait, wait, wait. We got breaking news. We got breaking news. Alec, please give us this breaking news. Mike Budenholzer. Out. As head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, as first reported by So Rare in the States Basketball, um, you don't need the timestamp to check that. Just take our words for it. It's we reported it first. Um, please credit us, me and Jorge and Chris as well, because Chris is producer. So we'll throw him some credit as well. Um, very. Oh, thanks. I, I don't. I, I want to say this was shocking, but at the same time, if you're the one seed and you lose in the first round in five games. And I, it's almost it's surprising because they're so good, but also just the the last couple seasons in Milwaukee, ever since the ring, just haven't really I don't know haven't lived up to expectations. But it's it's kind of interesting to see. But I, I don't know I was surprised, especially with it you know going right before you know tip off tonight for games. So um, kind of a little bit of a news bomb there from from Shams Welch and our boy Brett and also us. But kind of a, an interesting thing there to to start off the show here. I mean, I think we all knew it was going to happen when the world realized that the Bucks did not have a Jimmy Butler. Yeah, so Jimmy Butler. At the end of the day, Timothy Butler himself has shaken up the NBA, has taken up the NBA by storm. Giannis, what you going to do, buddy? Are you going to be okay? You think Giannis is pissed? Do you think he's happy or upset? I, I mean, I don't know why he'd be happy. He lost in the first round as the one seed, but it's I, I did like a job. his quote. At least he has a job. That's true. This is very true. Um, his quote for, excuse me, to the reporter after their game and after they lost about failure, I think was, was pretty good. It was definitely a a very professional response, but on the flip side, you're the one seed and you lost in five games to the eight seed in which, yeah, some of the scores were somewhat close, but you kind of got beaten around up and down the floor for five games. Yeah. And and you could say, you could could say the whole injury thing. Well, he missed it, blah, 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 blah. But he missed a good portion of the season too. And the Bucks still managed to dominate in the regular season. So it's not that the talent wasn't there. It's not that they didn't have a game plan. I don't know if they just came in thinking that they could just waltz through the heat like everybody else did and just weren't prepared. They, I don't know, but yeah, it, it is almost unacceptable for a team of that caliber to have the season that they had. And then to just completely just bomb out of the playoffs the way that they did and uh, hasn't really looked good. And like you said, it's just things haven't been right since they won the ship. And, you know, it's just the roster build. They didn't, I don't, it's just, it was a weird thing. The rotations were weird. He, he got out coached. It was just, it, it, it was, it was, it was a bad time, but here we are. He's gone breaking news. And I, it, dude, it's been so long since we've recorded. We obviously took a break. Haven't really explained it yet. Episode 2799, because this in fact, we are at the end of the season, the end of the basketball season. We are at episode 27. But for the history 
of So Rare in the States, the platform that you love tuning into three times a week with basketball, football, and baseball is hitting its 100th episode with the next football episode on Sunday, which uh, should be another banger of an episode. And uh, it's exciting times on here, Alec, don't you think? Oh, it's very exciting. It's it's an honor to be a part of episode 98 and 99. Um, so I, I would like to take credit for, you know, arguably two of the most important episodes on the show, um, because if I just decided not to record baseball on Tuesday night or basketball on Thursday, um, then soccer would not be number 100 on Sunday. And that means that one of the two that I get to be a part of as well would be episode 100. So um, willing to, you know, always happy to, to put the podcast before myself and my own interests. So it's, it's very exciting though, to, you know, obviously coming on new this year, uh, just kind of cool to see that it, it's reached episode 100 and, you know, obviously now across the three sports as well. So just kind of just happy to be a part of it. And, you know, especially a part of the penultimate episode. Oh, fancy words. I don't know. Very nice. That's a made up word, isn't it, though? You made you told it's it not. It, uh, mm. it means it's mm. like the next I need receipts from the end. Mm. I need receipts. Mm-mm. I don't know. Mm-mm. We'll see. And uh, you're ask me how Google. to spell it, though. I, I can say it. I don't know how to spell it. So I don't know if that still really counts. Maybe it is a made up word. Who knows? Tune yeah. into episode 100 to find out. How about that? <laughs> I'm going to call you on it. You better you better have it. You better have it on some <laughs> note cards. You better. You better have a whole like five paragraph essay, my guy, because we're coming in hot. Episode 100. We are all very excited. Make sure you tune in for that episode. We're going to do all the fun, so rare things. It's going to be a hodgepodge of just so rare and balls, all the sports balls. But uh, yeah, so we're going to go through the playoff series. We're going to catch you up on everything that has gone, everything that's happened. We're going to talk about how great and let me to emphasize how great we are doing in these playoff competitions on so rare and uh speak oh yeah i know it's dude come on they 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 know we they are. know it's it, it's been piss poor no i'm doing awful it's it's not a good time <laughs> but but what else isn't a good time is that you were right alex so rare came out and released the full list of playoff rewards that we're going to get the big old $100,000 advertised very very hyped up $100,000 worth of rewards. They released the full list. I was opt I was I was uh optimistic. That's the word. I was optimistic that they were going to release some bangers. They were saving the best towards the end. And all we did was get the prize list for Dave and Buster's and Chuck E Cheese. Uh how uh, a little bit of lack of days ago, maybe. I of- I would say so. Um I I mean like the mini speaker to wireless earbud combo is kind of cool. Like the fact that you could win like a hoodie or a quarter zip or um, honestly, even like the blanket, I think would be awesome. But like, I don't know, nothing really stood out. Um, There's what, three different hats. There's cap, premium cap and premium flat bill snapback. And no photos for reference. We don't need three different hats. And also, what's the difference between cap and premium cap? Uh, One is a snapback. So I'm assuming one is... Well, that that's the there, that's premium flat bill, but then there's also premium cap for 250 credits, and then just cap for 100. I don't know, and I'm assuming once they like you can redeem these things, I'm sure they'll have pictures for it. But uh, yes, yeah, three tiers of cap, which is cool. There's a really cheap one for 100 credits, which is like almost like the bare minimum that you can get anyway. I'm pretty sure. And so there's caps, premium caps, and caps. Listen, it's still cool. Am I still going to want some of this stuff? Yes. Is most oh, of it yeah. junk? Yes. Am I necessarily upset or like down with so how could you do this no 
because I didn't get exactly what I wanted. So I'm going to throw a fit. Exactly. Like, could it have been like some extravagant stuff? Yeah, sure. The more extravagant it is, the less it was going to be. This gives everybody a chance to at least get a little bit of something. Like when you're at Chuck E. Cheese, at least you can get a Tootsie Roll for 50 tickets. Like whatever, dude, it's great. All right. Everybody wins in a way, but it's like they came out and they advertised a hundred thousand dollars, these amazing prizes and stuff like that. It's like, cool. You just put in a hundred thousand dollar merch order that I'm going to get maybe one thing of like, like again, I'm not necessarily, there's a lot of things that like, trust me, all the credit I'm going to, I'm going to use them up. I'm going to get some of the stuff, especially a hat. Cause boy, I'd be getting hats. So I wear hats all the time. Easy free promotion right here on my big old ugly head. What are you doing? Get it together. But I'll try, I guess, because uh, it's not going great for the playoffs anyway. But I don't know. I felt like we needed to bring it up because one, it is news, and two, dude, the, this oh god, social media—they were just going crazy over this. Like they were just ready to burn silver at the stake. And like, look, I get it. It's a little lackluster. It's not exciting, anticlimactic, whatever you want to put it. But it's also not that bad, dude. It ain't that serious. Play your game. You're going to play anyways. Win your cards if you can get the cards because uh, they keep reducing the amount of cards. It's, I was already having trouble. Definitely not winning something now. But, you know, it is what it is. So rare community, calm down. It, it is what it is. Get get your hoodies. Get your hats. Take your take your pictures on the social medias and talk about how cool you look and all this good stuff. Because, dude, at the end of the day, this premium crossbody bag that's, you know, 3,500 credits, not a lot of people are going to have it. So, yeah, it sounds kind of lame, but all the stuff at the top, there's only going to be a handful of you that have it. So hashtag rare. Look, see, you're going to look cool on Instagram. Get over it. <sighs> I will say that one thing I do think they did very well is the least amount of credits you can win across any of the levels is 100. And they gave you four items that you could get for 100 credits. So they weren't kind of where like you have to win multiple or you have to finish at this place this many times. Like the fact that if you finish in the, you know, kind of in the credits reward pool at any point, no matter what you're getting something. So Kind of like, yes, the rewards and like the, I guess the prizes may not be exactly what we wanted them to be or thought that they would be. At the very least, like you're still getting something and like they're still kind of, so we're going out of their way to make sure that like everyone's going to be able to redeem these. And I'm sure like some of the stuff is going to be very limited, like the premium crossbody bag, like maybe there's only like five of them. And once those are gone, they're gone. Like right. who knows kind of how they space it out in that sense. But like at the end of the day, like we are still getting something. And if you finish in that reward pool, like, you can still get, let's see, you can get a headband, a single wristband, a pop grip, a notebook, a mini ring light, or a cap. So like, at the, and that's just if you win, like limited, that's at the lowest, um, you know, level and all that. Obviously, if you start doing well in like rare, super rare, so on and so forth, like you'll win more. But like at the very base minimum, if you finish in anything like, sure, maybe like you may not wear the hat, but at least you have one. Like the most other people don't have, or like a pop socket is like, awesome just to fidget with like i can't sit still so like that's i used to have one on my phone and i would just non-stop like just play with it and it was it was fantastic it was a great thing but like yeah like at least we're getting something here you know and like again it just goes back to you you released that you were gonna have a hundred thousand dollars worth of prizes like a month or two before the playoffs started you gave all these people enough time to speculate and get hopeful and just let their minds run crazy with all these crazy extravagant things that this giant like growing startup company is going to do and blah 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 and it wasn't whatever signed jerseys and basketballs they had imagined yeah they're going to be upset but like you said everybody gets a little bit of something whatever dude it's cool put it on your desk it's something to remember the first and again it's the first year they're still trying to figure it out too just next year is so rare like don't let us speculate just be like win all this exclusive merchandise and we would have been like cool i'm gonna win some merch but like no they just let us speculate and 
get over our heads because you know that's what we do as humans. So it's we're sorry that kills you. <laughs> we're sorry for being faulty, but you still have a lot of our money. So at the end of the day, who's really who's really upset? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, all but, in good fun. All in good fun, man. All in good fun. I can't wait. I can't wait for my my pop grip. <laughs> I I gotta finish one of these places though, because I'm I'm telling you now, I'm so if I win one, I am so excited for the sower one. Like that, that would just be, that would be fantastic. Dude, at this point, you'll just, at this point, you'll just take like a crumb, dude. Just, just let, let me get an empty bag at this Give point. Me let, anything. Let me feel something, please. Like you just send me an empty package and just has the server, like shipping label. It's on just it. a dress please. from server. It's like, yes, I got it. I got it. Just the shipping label. Just like, right, here you go, bud. Thanks for trying. Better luck yes. next year. <laughs> oh man. Well, dude, let's get into these playoff games, which I'm not going to lie. I'm having even more trouble staying away for some of these late games. It's it even is... harder now that there's less games and they don't have to start games at six o'clock during the week. Like it's tough, man. It's I'm, tough. I'm so tired. I don't, I don't remember if it was uh last night or no, it was Tuesday night when there was like two games, right? It was like, I watched the first, uh, let me see if I can get it here. What, what games? I don't see. I don't even know. Oh yeah. It was the Miami, New York game. And then it was the first LA uh, golden state game. Mm-hmm. So I watched the first game and like towards the end of like the fourth quarter, I was starting to get a little dozy and I was like, ah, and I was like, my lady was like sitting on the couch next to me. I was like, Hey, I'm going to shut my eyes. The game starts in like a few minutes. I was like, I'm going to take like a 20 minute power nap. <laughs> and then she like shook me awake to like start the game. And I was like, huh? And I was like, Oh yeah, the game started. And I was like, cool. I watched like five minutes of it. Just out again. Just I was out. like, out. <laughs> I tried so hard to take a little power nap, but it was like, I was too far gone. I don't know what it was. And it was just all downhill from here. But uh, dude, there's four great series still at the very beginning. Still a little up in the air for some teams. For some teams, looking a little questionable. But uh, where do where do you want to start this off? Where do you want to go? Take me somewhere. Where do you, where do you want to get started? Uh, I I mean I guess we gotta. I I feel like the most important one's got to be the Heat and Knicks, just because people didn't really think that that we would get here. And we kind of talked about the the Heat Celtics series, or not the Heat Celtics. Sorry, the Heat Bucks here to to start the episode with the Budenholzer firing. But yeah, I mean like just seeing the importance of Jimmy Butler. Whew. And like seeing that come back again, where like he is essentially willing this Miami Heat team to not only win games, but at times go on huge defensive and offensive runs where if you get him the ball, you can just play five out, stand at half court. It's not going to matter. He's going to get you a bucket. And like just as a fan, it's incredible to see. And then also with him being out in game two, the fact that the Heat kept it somewhat close, but like you could just tell down the stretch, you you need that finisher. Like yeah. You need that guy. And, and not having him is huge. And not even just not having him. So in that first game, he like rolled his ankle towards the end of the game. Like mm-hmm. I think like either at the end of the third or the beginning of the fourth, but he stayed on and like didn't touch the ball at all. But Jimmy Butler is such a presence on the court that even hobbling around, not doing anything. They're like, he's like, I'm going to stay out here because at the end of the day, they can't leave me open. And yeah. He's just going to facilitate everywhere else. And they're going to be so focused on him because he's that pivotal to this team right now, who is literally just carrying this heat team on his back that even with the rolled ankle, not taking any shots, just sitting in the corner, still so effective for this team. And they were able to steal game one. Holy cow. And I don't even remember if we recorded the last episode before Jimmy just went off for that like crazy game. We've just been everywhere, but yeah, it, dude. And yeah, it, it, you could even say that on the bench, he willed this team without him with injuries and just people out and just having Gabe Vincent and Max Struess and just a whole bunch of Caleb Martin starting and playing <laughs> and still taking it and almost stealing. Dude, Duncan two. Robinson got minutes. Dude, like, that was insane. 
everybody dude Haywood Highsmith was starting like what <laughs> like and yet like and yet you go you don't want to rule this heat team out which is like the, the craziest part about this right like the Knicks are going they got Julius Randle back Bronson is doing Bronson things like the Knicks are like throwing everything they can at the heat and the heat are like <laughs> not so fast buddy it's it's dude it's been incredible it's, yeah. it's been fun. It's the, the, they're just the team that like, if you're the boxer, you're just taking punch after punch after punch after punch, but you're not going down and teams are just, they're getting frustrated. And I don't know if you caught this on the, I saw it all over Twitter. I missed it on the broadcast, but from game two, when there was like 10 seconds left or whatever, they cut it to Jimmy Butler and he was just kind of like smiling and nodding his head. He's like, I'm, I'm coming back and this is mine. Like, He's like, we lost by what six without me. He's like, yeah, it's it's over. So like, just seeing that mentality is, I think, so cool as a basketball fantasy, because it feels like there there's guys that I guess you could say are like that, but there's no one that you know like when he gets in that zone, he needs it. And like Jimmy Butler is just kind of like LeBron James at a time could be another like with Dylan Brooks, you poke the bear, like he's gonna come out and just absolutely ball. Are and you getting like Kawhi that, and yeah. Toronto vibes from from Jimmy Butler? Like, you think he can actually carry them? I, potentially. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it, it's tough because if they, if they get past the Knicks, yeah, like, at some point it's going to run out of steam. Like, he kind of did that in the bubble. In a sense, it wasn't as big, but, like, he kind of did that in the bubble and came up short, like, when they finally like just simply ran out of gas. And knowing that they'll either have to face the Sixers or the Celtics, both of which who I think match up very well with the Heat, is kind of kind of going to be tricky. Yeah, and I mean, like, again, if the Heat make the finals, I would like you could. I, it makes sense. Like you have Jimmy Butler and a great defensive team. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, like like you said, almost like they went they went long in the first series. You know, they went head to head with the Bucks. The way this is looking, this is going to be could be another long series, and then you're going to mm-hmm. have them get, go against Philly or Boston, which might be a sweep, maybe a little. little maybe i don't know we'll, we'll we'll get to that but there there's a lot of red flags over there and if you know the heat have to go through two tough series the play in and then face somebody in the conference finals it's going to be a very very tall task uh dude, but it would be awesome to see whole could you imagine just in a few weeks just looking back and going holy crap the heat literally went from <laughs> started from they, the bottom now we hear play in game two which is like wild to think about like looking back on no, they didn't lose now, it they got dunked the, on the fact that the hawks blew out the miami heat at first we're like oh my god like i who would have seen this coming the fact that the hawks then got murdered in the first round and then now like the, the heat are where they're at like it's just it is wild to look back and see that the heat lost that got blown out by the game to the hawks but then also on the flip side, the Bulls kind of played them close. So in a way, the Bulls are also good. Not really, but it's just it, it helps me get through this offseason with it. But yeah, like the fact that the Heat played both games in the playoff or playing game and still look this good. It's just that's a lot of basketball. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, wow. Yeah. And, and I mean, you even the Knicks, man, they've had RJ Barrett has stepped up. Yeah. Robinson has stepped up like Bronson's doing his thing. Julius Randle finally came back. Finally. Finally, we got a performance out of Julius Randle because he wasn't there in the first round either. So it's, oh man, it's it's so exciting. Shout out, shout out to the Miami Heat for believing. Everybody that's come on, even Kyle Lowry, man, who just, he got benched for the second half of the season. All of a sudden, he's like, oh, oh it's the playoffs. Hold on. Hold my beer real quick. I'm like, I did. It's just, it, it's, it's been incredible scenes. Uh, who knows? It's it's so hard, even like on a sober side where it's, the, 
we're getting to the point where like they're just gonna go back and forth until like someone comes up on top and it's hard to prepare for the next couple of rounds like even before this when we were planning we were like kind of going through it we we're like i don't like it's anybody's ball game at this point like any of these teams right now could be any any uh, anyone on any given night and it's just been an incredible watch and uh jimmy jimmy butler i hope i hope he plays i hope he, I hope he plays that first game in miami they're, look they're one one can you technically risk sitting him again giving him a, a bit so. more rest in Miami. Especially because that game was what? That was was that Tuesday night. So they had Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. They had three days of rest for him to get healthy. I, I think he absolutely will. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. You can't afford, especially with it being tied. Like if they were up 2 0, maybe you could get away with it because you still have that second game in Miami right. then. But tied at one, I, I think he's going to play through it. But even if he wasn't, like even if he wasn't Jimmy Butler, I feel like you still kind of have to say, at the very least, stand in the corner, like do the same thing you did at the end of game one. Like you'll still make an impact because like if they just leave him in that corner, he'll knock down a three if he needs to. Right. No, like he's not yeah. the best three point shooter, but he'll do it if you give him space. And yeah, I mean, I guess it's just I feel because they split the first one, they could technically afford to split the second technically. But it's one of those things. Do you run him out and then risk him getting re-injured for that back stretch of the series or going, hey, you have some momentum. You almost took game two. So it's not like you're out of it, right? Like they still held their own without Jimmy. It's, or maybe you don't start him and you limit his minutes. Be like, hey, play him play him as needed almost. Like, hey, ease him in. Don't work him too hard. It's a long series. You already split the first one. And then, you know, if they go and get stuff, then whatever. Jimmy can play 40, whatever. Who cares? But got to be a little cautious because at the end of the day, like, yeah. Yes, can they do it without Jimmy? Yeah, but they're not going to go very far uh, without him. So that's something that they have to... Uh, pay attention to and uh, be mindful of. So yeah. it, it'll, it, it'll be it's interesting that you mentioned though, like potentially limiting his minutes. Cause I feel like no one really ever thinks that like guys have to do that also in the playoffs. Like that's a big thing in the regular season where like a guy comes back, maybe he plays like 15, 20, 20, and then he gets to 25 or 30. But like no one really ever thinks that that has to happen in the playoffs too. Like, I think if you throw out Jimmy Butler for 42 minutes, like even though he's Jimmy Butler, he's going to re-hurt that ankle. Yeah. But on the flip side, like if you throw him out there for 15 to 20, like you're still getting use, but there's less time he could kind of re-injure that. Yeah. And especially if like, yeah, it's especially off an injury, like whatever, if he was just old, but he was fine, like whatever, get out there and do your thing. Like you could rest, you know, at the end of the playoffs, but on an ankle injury, you're on that thing. Every time you go up for the contest, a shot, you shoot the ball, like you are on that ankle, you are re-hitting it. If you don't need him, because it's not like they're getting blown out without him. Because there are some other teams that they lose players and all of a sudden they're out for the count. Yeah. Not this team. Clearly they can still hang. They're going back to Miami. It's like one of those things where it's gotta have to make that decision, whether you want to risk it for the biscuit or kind of ease into it and then kind of save yourself for the, the big, long, stressful stretch at the end. So I don't know. There, there, there's questions to be had. Basketball, it's just, it's getting more fun as these series get tighter and tighter and these teams get better and better. And we got rid of all the trash. <laughs> books <laughs> yikes it's just yeah like the playoffs have lived up to the expectations so you know we everyone i feel like was hyping it up for a long time especially the the potential bucks celtics matchup which you know i'm disappointed that we won't get that but on the right. flip side it's not like these playoffs have been boring and it's all been for nothing like even if the heat somehow make the eastern conference finals that's going to be a great series against boston same thing with the same. Knicks. like both of those are two great defensive teams with great head coaches that have been around the league for a long time like you can't really count them out. So at the very least, we're still getting what should be on paper, at least a good series. 
Oh yeah, uh, I, I'm so excited. And uh, speak, speaking of good series, we have the big old blockbuster, the Clash, the race to the retirement home, the race to Shady Greens, the Shady Oaks. We have Golden State and the Los Angeles Lakers. How how is this series look? Who who do you want to win? First off, like are you are you a team Steph or team LeBron? Because I feel like the nation's split right now. Yeah, I mean I'm a huge Steph Curry fan, so I I mean I, I want Golden State to win. On the flip side, like the more basketball LeBron James gets to play towards the end of his career, you're also not going to hear complaints about me. Like he, he's he's running out of games left, or really seasons, I should say, not games. Games makes it sound like when he hits ten more than he's done, but like. <laughs> He's only got a certain number of seasons left, so the more basketball that we at least get to watch him play is fine with me. Whether that means the Warriors win in seven, or so that way we're getting you know a whole seven game series out of it, or whether they advance and and who knows what happens. Just the more basketball we get to see him play is it's, we got to take it for or we can't take it for granted. I should say right because again the race to the retirement home because uh, yeah no it's it's one of the last big like marquee matchups right of mm-hmm. of like that era i feel like we're kind of towards that tail end that like that new era that new young kind of superstars rising up taking over while these vets are kind of starting to slow down but they still got it like they are still them on yeah. any given night i know for a fact we didn't talk about steph's 50 point game and just that performance itself against the sacramento team which took them to seven like we could talk we could talk hours about that series and how yeah. incredible that was and when they needed it most, Steph said, hold my beer, give me the ball. And he did it himself. <laughs> Literally just did it himself. He said, y'all go get the ball. Y'all give me the ball and watch me cook. And it, it's great. And in this series, you're going to have who has the legs, who has, who still has it, has one more in them. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like more than likely, one of these two teams have a really good chance of going to another final, maybe getting another ring. Absolutely. One yeah. could say it could be maybe one of their last ones. Who knows at this point with, with modern science and sports medicine, these guys could play forever. Don't you forget know. load management. You, you got to throw the, uh, the most scientific of all in there. <laughs> yes. Only scientific research purposes, only load management. Did, did you, how, how was this first game? Cause uh, did you, did you watch it or I watched it with my eyes <laughs> closed? Um, I watched the, uh, the first quarter um, and then I just could not keep my eyes open. You too. So huh? I, I totally feel you. What you were, what you were saying earlier. I, I totally feel that. I, I got through the first quarter, and man, I didn't even fall asleep watching the game. I just knew there's no point. I might as well just turn it off now. And I, I was pretty surprised when I like got to scroll all the highlights in the morning. But yeah, just these these nine thirty ten o'clock games are just absolutely dreadful over on the East Coast. Yeah, and you better believe that after we're done recording this, we got Golden State and LA, the only game on tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern. And you yeah. best believe I'm gonna try. And I don't know, it's early enough. It's Friday. I usually stay up late on Thursday night. So it's like I'm kind of used to it. So I might actually get to watch a ball game, but there we go. Yeah, let's go. This matchup, how did you did you ever say who you wanted to win, or did we just get lost in the conversation? No, I, I started off with Golden State. So yeah, you want like, Golden State like, to win? Yeah. Oh, I guess. I don't know if I, I started saying that and I think I kind of went off on a different thing. <laughs> we just started about talking about Yeah, we yeah. just started talking about um, it. I was like, wait, I don't remember if you actually picked it up. No, finally. So yeah, I I want Golden State to win. I think they can I th- I think they can for sure do it. Um I think this series goes six or seven, probably seven, just based on how 
you know, evenly matched that first game was. And I feel like at times throughout the regular season as well, like you could just tell that this kind of was a collision course waiting to happen uh, or an accident waiting to happen. The teams are on a collision course. I'm just, I'm struggling with like the things that I'm trying to say and I can't quite get it across. So that's, that's been a killer, but um, yeah, I, I think the Warriors win in seven and then I think they push either the Suns or um, Nuggets potentially to six or seven as well. So the argument for Golden State, Golden State could beat Denver or Phoenix. I feel like 100%. I feel like the Lakers might struggle against Denver, but I feel like both of these teams could beat the Suns. So it's not about that itself. But you know what's weird to me, and I guess I didn't really think about, but I should have thought about, is that I almost figured that this series is going to be just a shootout, just all offense, no defense, just because of the caliber of players we have. But it's the exact opposite. Like, it's going to come down to who could really lock down Stephen clay or who can lock down LeBron and Austin Reeves and Anthony Davis. Cause it's all Austin getting one Reeves. dude, Austin freaking Reeves, dude. Listen, Hey, I, I don't mind the shout saying him before you say Anthony Davis is a little wild. Yes. Because Anthony Davis is doing the defending. All right. Like, yes, you need him to be big on offense, but like you need to make sure that he is locking everything down and can actually hang for the whole series without having an Anthony Davis moment. So where <laughs> I have a little bit more faith that Austin Reeves will go six or seven than I do Anthony Davis. So I put him a little bit up, but yes. Yeah. Without Anthony Davis and LeBron showing up night in and night out and completely locking everybody. I'm like, shout out to Jared Vanderbilt. Okay. Cause I have been yeah. on the Vandy train since he was in Utah. He got traded, came up, started a little weak, you know, started off a little rough. But holy crap, Vanderbilt has stepped into this role. And I forget where I was. I should have tweeted it. I don't remember if I mentioned you or not. But there's like a there was a nice reel of just Vanderbilt just like locking stuff down. And between him and AD, just the way that they just like able to just manage Curry and lock him out, completely block him out. And just like if they can. But the question is, can they do that for an entire series? Like, yeah, you did it. Game one. Congratulations. But this is Steph, Steph Curry. And at the end of the day, he's going to break your ankles and lose you a lot more then you can keep up with them. So it's, it's, it's going to be a really fun, like defensive battle. And then like you have Draymond, which come on, man, like say what you want about Draymond, but he can log anybody on this Lakers team down any given night. And just don't, just don't get ejected or do some dumb shit. <laughs> Please don't like, like we need this I mean, series to be as close as possible. Like even if this series goes seven games, but, let's say the remaining six games, none of them are really close. Like that's kind of going to be kind of shitty. Right. But like, if you keep Draymond in, I feel like every game in this series, whether golden state wins or not is going to be close and at least fun to watch, like from a, from a basketball fan perspective. Yeah. And, and even, and even then another shout out to Gavon Looney, who has completely won me over in these playoffs because I think he's had three or four. It's like three or four games now in the playoffs that he's had over 20 rebounds. Yeah. Which is insane. Just insane. Like he's doing everything that it takes to keep this Golden State team in this, whether it's against Anthony Davis or just completely just destroying Sabonis' career. Like whatever it is, come on, Looney is the guy to do it. And then Wiggins took half the season off, came back and said, What's up, y'all? Remember me? I can still do it too. And then without missing a beat, too. Like, like from that first game that he was back, he just you could tell he was ready to play. Good. You could tell he was ready to play. Jordan Poole. Where was he in the first series? Who knows? But all of a sudden he was like, oh, wait, it's LA. Everybody's watching. Hold my beer. Jessica Alba's course I hold my beer. I'm Jordan Poole. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. 
Dude, I, I mean, I, from, from an offensive standpoint, it's it's fantastic. But like, yeah, like just there's there's so many plays that are being made that are key moments in this series that the only thing that's going to pop up on like a box sheet is this player like missed the shot and then someone got a rebound. That's all you're going to see. But like how intense some of these possessions are down the stretch and the fact that, I mean, with Anthony Davis and Vanderbilt, you can kind of switch off um, really any pick and roll there. So you're at least staying in front of Steph just with that length. Like, and it's, I, this series is building up at least through one game to, I think everything that people hoped it would be. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's a blockbuster marquee event. Do you, th- do you think this is like one of the last times we get like a big series like this? Yeah, I think between like Steph and LeBron. Yeah, even Steph and LeBron, which I feel like they haven't had too many, right? It was really just the finals, which I mean, I think everyone in basketball, myself included, kind of just got tired of the it's Kevin Durant, like it's the Warriors, Cavs, it's Warriors, Cavs. It was what four years in a row, right? Yeah, maybe yep. it was like you, you got to cut towards the end, and it was like, oh god, like now there you go again. Now the fact that they're both towards the end of their careers, like they're still absolutely balling, like and it's a meaningful playoff series, like this is a big one. Cause I think a lot of people know this could potentially be the last one that we get. Is this like, do you think, do you think this series has the potential to like almost make the rest of the playoffs and even the finals? Just like, eh, like if we really just get nonstop seven games, just back and forth, like down to the wire, just massive games, like two like legends just going at it, just giving it their all. Like, could it, I feel like it could just make the rest of the playoffs. Like, yeah, like cool. Like we, we got our like marquee final, like whatever, dude, who cares yeah. after this? Like, eh. I think so. Especially now that like the whole Boston and uh, Milwaukee thing won't happen. Like we won't get that series. I think people kind of turn their attention to this one is like, this is the series we're going to pay attention to. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of people initially thought that the nuggets and Suns one would be, but losing Chris Paul is, is a huge loss for them, which we'll, we'll get to that series in a bit here, but yeah, I think a lot of people turn their attention where like this is the main series to watch remaining in this playoffs now. Um, so it's going to be interesting to kind of see what happens after this, if there's still all that excitement for, you know, whatever else is remaining. Yeah, no, it's uh, oh, man, I'm, I'm just so excited, to be honest. I'm like, obviously, we've only had one game, so there's only so much to really say about this game. But uh, dude, it's just it has it has all the makings to be some incredible basketball. So if, yeah. if you're going to choose to stay up or lose any sleep for anything in the playoffs right now. It should probably be this one. So there's that. But real quick, shout out to Joel Embiid because he is officially the MVP MVP. winner. Shout out to Embiid. Sat on the bench and still received his reward. And then James Harden gave him a Rolex. Did did you did you watch? That was fun to see. All right, that was that was was pretty funny. I will say it it was kind of cool the way. Did you did you watch the video of like him finding out? That he got, that he like officially won it. Like he started crying and everything. And I saw, I mean, I, I didn't see, I know there was like a whole long clip, but the first one where they announced it, like he's in the, whatever room he's with, with all of his teammates, like right. that was pretty fun. Like the fact that he got to be with his teammates and, you know, everyone could be there in person. And I think especially with, I don't know if you saw this too, but like a ton of his old teammates as well were like tweeting congratulations at yeah. him. Um, like Marco Bellinelli tweeted at him, which I think a lot of people were like, oh shit, I forgot that he played in the league. Right. Um, but like, yeah, to, to see him win like that and just see how much it meant to him after coming in second these past two years, especially because last year you could argue that he should have won it, but because of the injury, that's why he didn't. So to see him finally get one was very cool. Yeah, no, I mean, there's been a lot of questions with his injuries and blah, blah, blah. And there's been the last few years where some would say that MV, that MVP, the MB, the MVP deserved a shout maybe a year or two ago, but it's yours now. You got it. It was a special moment. Enjoy that Rolex 
from Joel Embiid. But because it's reward season, we're in such a celebratory mood because once again, so we're in the States episode 100 that we're going to do a cheeky little giveaway. Congratulations if you made it this far because now you know that there is indeed a giveaway for one shout out to the sober in the states team for giving away we're going to be giving away a limited jalen brunson that's right the guy the future of the new york knicks and alec are we giving anything else away yeah we are uh i at least because we've we've i've been joking about oh, him oh, for oh, time. now now it's whoa, i now whoa, whoa. We. hold on hold on hold on on the podcast, I started the hype train. Jorge did join in. So we are going to be giving away a PJ Tucker. Let's go. Because we are a PJ Tucker podcast. Uh, we have been since day one. And we will also, another guy that we always talk about, be giving away a Patrick Beverly. Oh! So Jalen Brunson is going to be that that top prize that we're doing. And then we'll we'll pair together Tucker and Beverly just because of from a value standpoint. Um, the real just, league they, MVPs. They are the yeah. dogs of all dogs. They are the dog. You do. They are the, the dog you want on your team. They are the lifeline, the blood, sweat, and tears of your team. If you like the Sixers or the Bulls. <laughs> or just guys that are going to be on the court, not really do much of anything like on the stat sheet and then check out and everyone makes a big deal about it. Like, I don't know if you saw the other night from game. Was it game one or game two where PJ Tucker didn't attempt a shot? Yep. Game one. Didn't yeah. attempt a shot in the entire game. He just dogged That's on defense guy. and he was a fucking pest. And it That's shows my guy. That is your guy. But three amazing rewards to boost your lineup for the 2024 Silver NBA season. All you have to do is when this show comes out on Friday, all right? It always, well, it doesn't always come out on Fridays. Usually always comes out on Fridays. But when the show gets posted on their Silver in the States Twitter, So Rare State at So Rare States Pod. Just reply to our tweet with your favorite so rare moment, your favorite, just the pinnacle, the holy grail of your so rare journey so far, whether it was an amazing reward or a crazy sweat that you had on a Thursday night before rewards locked, whatever it was, your favorite moment so far that you've endured while you've been on your so rare journey. Let us know, reply to it. Maybe it's something funny. Maybe it's something sad. Maybe it's something that makes me go, I'm jealous and I want your reward. Whatever it is, <laughs> share it with us. Your favorite moment, because we love it. Because we love talking so rare. I love talking to Alec about so rare. And Chris, oh, yeah. the MLS card guy. Love Spot it. on. Couldn't, couldn't have said it better myself. It's, I mean, it, so rare is a community and it's always fun. You know, we all, like the both of us talk about our wins on the show, but hearing what other people do for their wins or their big moments, whether it's a reward pull or it's this guy, you know, out of nowhere came off in my fifth spot of my champ lineup and dropped 50. And now all of a sudden I won a reward because of it. Like, Whatever that story is, that's always fun to hear, you know, from the so rare community as a whole, just kind of on on celebrating everyone's wins too. Or how Patrick Beverly is your favorite NBA player because you won him on so rare and now you just realize how much of a dog he is and how great he is. So whatever, dude. Yeah, there we, we go. Want to, we want to hear it. I can't wait to hear from you. I can't wait for you to enjoy your PJ Tucker and Pepev. Now back to and your regularly scheduled programming. Celtic Sixers. Celtics fell asleep and Bede was gone and Bede came back. Celtics said, just kidding. Forget that first one. Are we going to have a series or is this going to be a flop? Because game two, it's a lot of red flags. Game two looked very, very different than game one. Obviously, the, the Celtics blew them out. But yeah, like it, it felt like in game one, Boston would kind of 
was asleep at the wheel, didn't really like they knew that Embiid was going to be, you know, questionable and maybe not play. So kind of took their foot off the gas. And by the time that they could recover, it was too late. But then in game two, they knew they had to come out swinging and boy, did they. Yeah, they were they were up by like 30 at some point. I don't even remember what the final score was, but yeah, they they demolished. But and 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 I noticed this. I noticed this a lot with teams, specifically (laughs) Orlando City, (laughs) but the Celtics (laughs) in game one, they played not to lose instead of playing to win and they got they got it handed to him because they fell asleep they let harden do whatever the heck he wanted they let him get whatever look he wanted shout out to harden who everybody doubted everyone said can he do it against mb without mb he's not going to do it without mb like harden he was in vegas all week he's not going to do it but uh he saw a lot of that good good over in vegas and all of a sudden he said i'm a cook and he took it to the celtics they fell asleep at the wheel like you said and uh Gave us, a, gave us a little bit of a scare. We said, uh-oh, here we go. Here's Bob Boston doing Boston things. And then uh, night two. <laughs> did, you, did you did you watch these games? Were they early enough for you, Alec? I, I watched part of the games. Um, one of the things that I did notice as well um, is the fact that Boston still did this with how poorly Jason Tatum played. Like the fact in that- game like, two. It, yep. And I feel like, and yeah, in game two at least, like I feel like the story kind of has always been around Boston. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum can't get it going on the same night. Mm-hmm. And like, we haven't had that big playoff moment yet. And we still didn't after game two. And despite that, the Celtics still won by this is 34. Yeah. 34. So like, they don't even need both guys cooking at the same time to, to kind of change the series. But I mean, yeah, going back to, to game one, like even down the stretch, I feel like Boston just wasn't fully in the game. Like the bad turnover at the end for Phil that ended up with Phil oh, taking man. lead. Yeah. Um, where who is it? Grant Williams threw it right to, Tyrese Maxey. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think um, it was, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, perfect. He gave perfect it to him, basically. Pass. He just yeah, didn't like, even, like, he um, said, I don't want to win this one anyway, but here you go. Yeah, and then, like, the fact that their final play call was an inbound to Marcus Smart, which he then turns over, like, what what was the thought process going into game one? But, yeah, it's, they just, they felt so conservative, and they, they couldn't snap out of it in time, and by the time they realized it, like, they started playing a little bit better, but just couldn't catch back up. Yeah, no, and 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 it just goes to show how deep this team is, right? Because you you said it, like Jalen Brown and Tatum, like they haven't been on the same night, and they still look dangerous at times. Obviously, there's there's some flukes, but yeah. for the most part, they look really dangerous. And they have Marcus Smart, who, like all jokes aside, like has been had an incredible playoff series. Which I've said it on previous episodes where I bought Marcus Smart early off in the so rare because I was like, it's Marcus Smart, it's the reigning you know defensive player of the year. Had stinker of season. I guess he just saved his energy for the playoffs. He's just been so <laughs> important for this team. And then Al Horford, Derek White, Brogdon, Grant Williams, like everybody, like Robert Williams, like they can't get it done. They fell asleep. But dude, this Sixers team, man, like yeah, game one, yeah. Harden came out. But if Harden doesn't do that, do they win that game? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. And then Embiid comes back game two, which comes back early. He came out and said he was like, yeah, I should be out for like you know, six weeks or more or so like that. And he's only out for two coming back because they need him. But if you watch that game too, especially in the beginning of the game, like he was struggling to get in the rhythm. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what it was, but he didn't really look like the same in bead. And then he just fell off at the end of the game, whether it was fatigue, you know, game fitness, whatever it was, he just wasn't there. And yeah, they're going back to Philly now, which is great. Obviously it works out in their favors. You know, Max, he's been doing Okay. You know, Tobias Harris, like Shake Milton, like Paul Reed did good when Embiid wasn't there. Like, mm-hmm. there's guys stepping up, but can they actually get it done? Or like, 
Dude, they already poked the bear, dude. They pissed the Celtics off. They stole game one. I forget who I was listening to. I was listening to some podcast today. They were saying that, like, all the teams that lost, like, game one at home, like, almost, like, every single time, like, they just came back and just completely just dominated the next game and going on after that because you're going to embarrass the Celtics at home at the TD Garden like that. Like, mm, it was a little rough. Like, yeah, you just poked the bear, and, yeah, you're going back to Philly, which is an incredibly tough place to play. But y'all are a little rocky, so... uh it's 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 going to be an interesting series, and I hope I hope it's not a blowout. But I feel like the Sixers are in trouble of uh, having a really really short series here. Yeah, it's it could get ugly very quick if if Game Two showed anything. Um, but now, obviously, just like the Celtics kind of counterpunched and came out strong in Game Two, I expect Philly to do the same thing in Game Three. So it's kind of going to be one of that back and forth cat and mouse game of you know, hopefully it eventually lines up where they're both bringing their A game and we do get that close game. But right. I feel like this could be a very back and forth series in the sense of one team makes adjustments and does well, the other then counters and just kind of keep going back and forth like that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just really going to come down to can P.J. Tucker hit a couple threes, you know? Like that's... That's what the if, big thing. What if P.J. Tucker just, just turns it on in Philly, just drops drops 30? <laughs> P.J. Tucker's going to drop 30 tomorrow night, bro. That would require him to shoot the ball at least 10 times. And I don't think he's, has he ever done that in a game? I don't like, think he shot 10 times uh, since the playoffs started. And, and if it's 10, those would all have to be threes too. Like that, that would be from a content and just my happiness standpoint, I would love it. But on the flip side, like if this man gives you 10 points, like, holy shit, the world's ending. <laughs> can you, it's can like, you imagine yeah. him doing 30? Uh, <laughs> hell would freeze over. Hell yeah. would probably freeze over. And Dude, the craziest part is that like Derek White's been playing like crap. Yeah. And the Celtics still look good. Horford, not doing the offensive side, but he's locking and beat down. Oh, I mean, I'm excited. I'm more excited for the maybe not. No. I just I want you the Celtics. Ah. You know, you don't have you can go back on it, but I just I want to at least hear like what it was. I was gonna be like, I feel like this series might be more fun in the it's just gonna be wide open, just basketball. At yep. this point, like we were saying, we're Golden State and Lakers. Like, it's going to be crazy, fundamental, just, like, sequences of, like, brilliance and greatness. And, like, I feel like this series is going to be, like, all out, shooting shots until the buzzer, basically. It's just going to be back and forth offense because, I don't I don't know. I feel like, yeah, they're going to have to – they're going to have – whatever team wins this series is going to have to, like, dog and make their shots when it matters. They're going to have to come up clutch and make it because anybody, anybody on these teams could get hot from behind the arc and just completely bury like i think boston in the third quarter in that second game like dude they just chucked yeah i was i was just gonna say they won the third quarter 35 to 16 so i i I think as long as either team can limit not being on the wrong side of that bad quarter like this is going to be a very close back and forth like just basically a shootout and it's great who do you are you agreeing with me that uh the celtics might take this one here I agree. I think even if Embiid does come back out and find his groove, I still think Boston wins this probably in six. I, I Five feels a little too aggressive knowing that they lost game one. Right. But I will give Philly at least one other and, and say Boston wins in six. I just, Boston's deep, man. Like you, you watch this team and you're like, okay, you just took out Marcus Smart, Horford and White, but we just brought on <laughs> Brogdon, Grant Williams and Robert Williams. Like, oh, yeah. cool. Like you did nothing, but just rotate the names. Like, all of these guys can get it done no matter what the rotation is, no matter who's in and off. It's not like, oh, God, like, they took someone off. Like, we can get some breathing room. We can, like, take over. It's like, nah, dog. Like, you're still just full yeah. force, just, like, taking it to the mouth. Like, 
Boston is incredibly fun to watch. Like I'm, I normally hate Boston teams too, though, but it's like, I find myself like, find it hard, like hating the Celtics, which is really weird because fuck the Bruins. I mean, they had five guys scoring double figures. Like it's just, it's a deep, and one of those guys wasn't Tatum, which is, I think what makes that stat (laughs) even cooler. Tatum finished with seven. Um, It was Marcus Smart, Derek White, Jalen Brown, Grant Williams, and then Malcolm Brogdon. Dude, that's a Jason Tatum finished with seven, and you'll still won by 30. Yeah. See you next year, Philly. Congratulations, Embiid, on the MVP, <laughs> but uh, have fun in Mexico uh, a few weeks early. Go down three. <laughs> One, two, three, go. Oh, man. Like, look, it is what it is. What is there to say? Rest in peace, Philly. Philly going to lose it again. They can't do it in baseball. They can't do it in hockey. They can't do it in the MLS. They can't do it in football. Damn, Philly. That sucks. Sucks to suck. <laughs> God, city of love or like city of L. So tough. <laughs> I, I would say though, it would be because let's see in soccer, they lost in the final, the Super Bowl, they lost in the final, the world's yeah. in the world series. So I want to see Philly make the finals. Oh, so and bad. Then just like get swept so or bad. something. That's like the, the uh, Kawhi Leonard shot. Like I want to see something like that and just see them lose in all four sports in the finals would be. Oh my God. Oh God. That is, that is just like this sportsman's wet dreams. Oh yeah. Give me that all day, <laughs> all day. But talking about taking the L, the big old fat L, probably the fattest L of this semi final series, Denver Nuggets taking it easy. They are literally eating cake while taking care of this Phoenix Suns team who cannot get it together. And then tragically, Lost CP3, who is in my limited champion lineup. Mm, that's that's tough. Is it all but over for this yes. Phoenix Suns team? Oh, God. No, no, you're, no you're not, you're not even going to let me finish the sentence. It is no, it's, over. It's over. It's over. It may, maybe this series goes five. Maybe. But it's little, little gentleman Kevin sweep? Durant. Little gentleman sweep, maybe? Yeah. like Losing Chris Paul is very bad. But with how Kevin Durant has looked this series as well, like, I mean, he's got to go back to like 2015, the 2015-16 Kevin Durant with uh, OKC or like any of those ones where he was just in his bag night in and night out. And maybe the Suns have a chance, but it's, man. What are you Nuggets talking about, this dude? In the bag. They got no CP3, but they have Damian Lee. What about campaign? What about Landry Shamit? Yeah, not. Ish Wade, right? No. <laughs> no you you just throw them all just one by one like angry birds just like yeah, throw it at them until like until you win just chuck them oh yeah and it's tough because like even with devin booker like he's been playing well this playoffs too but i think i think you look at this series and you look at those guys that you know phoenix needs and now they're all in brooklyn for kevin durant or no yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. they um, got they got rid of all their shooters for all, the all their shooters and all their key role players were, were sent to bring in katie so it's those are the guys that they're missing now most do you think even if chris paul didn't go down do you think they would still have a shot or they just would have extended it but they, they still really i think they would have extended it but i still i don't know a, a lot of people discounted the nuggets because the you know Jokic can never get it done in the playoffs so they're like ah, right. oh, they may not even make it out of the first round and no, this this Nuggets team top to bottom is incredibly solid and it's built all around Jokic and especially when Jamal Murray is is having the number that or having the playoffs that he's he's been putting up. Yeah, and he he had an awful game this last game and they still took care of business like quite easily yeah. too. And like the thing is and I think we talked about this before with the Suns 
And the key factor is going to be DeAndre Ayton. And Jokic is eating him alive. And at that point, what are you going to do? Stick out there and stick Biombo out there and be like, all right, good luck, bud. <laughs> good game, fam. Like, they can't. And Denver saw it, and they've just exploited it. It's all running through Jokic. I think, I don't know if you have it, but, like, the amount of shots that he put up is just, like, way Jokic? above his, yeah. 30. It's, like, it's way above his, like, season average because he wasn't really doing it that much this year. And it's like, yeah, just give him the ball. Because what is Aiton going to do? Nothing. Yeah, 17 for 30 with two of six for three and then only three made free throws and he scored 39. Yeah, that that's a night right there. It is. It is the Jokic show. It is going to be the Jokic show. Phoenix will be lucky with the gentleman's sweep, but dude, it sucks, man. Because dude, the Suns, when they're that cooking, they're cooking, man. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, and even Kevin Durant, man, like he's just had a weird playoffs. Like, I don't know if it was just all the time that he missed or what, but it's almost like he struggled to find his role in it where he was like facilitating, but it's like you have all these guys and who's going to take it. Like even Chris Paul, like Chris Paul and figuring out how Devin Booker, Chris Paul and Kevin Durant were going to share the ball. It just, it just became flat and predictable. And like, that's it. And you need to rely, like you need Kevin Durant to play defense and offense. And you need him to do a whole lot on his poor, injured old body and it's just Devin Booker can't do it on his own and Aiton ain't gonna do it and a Kogi might not it's just rest in peace and everybody had him going far too I feel like everybody yeah. had the Phoenix is the favorite people had them in the finals like that was that was insane what do you what do you think it was like just injuries and just yeah I mean Durant missing time getting ready to come back and then getting injured in warm-ups I think was what really kind of threw this whole thing off. Like there was so much excitement around him coming back. And then to see that, like, it just, I don't know. I think things kind of got bad fairly quick. And it, it's, I would say that it's because they didn't have enough time to play together, but that Durant trade went through like the first week of February. Like it was, it was before yeah. the deadline. So it wasn't like it was a last minute thing. Like there was time, but it just, I think the injuries, the, the first injury where he couldn't play with them was big. And then the fact that he got hurt before he could even, get through warmups, I think was just a killer for, you know, kind of their mindset. Yeah. I feel like they just didn't have enough time together and it's just a little too late for them to really figure it out, click on all cylinders and be able to take these giant massive teams down who have uh, basically ran rampant with the league the entire year, which Denver didn't break a sweat and they're not breaking a sweat in this series, which is uh, not very good for the Warriors or the Lakers who are... <laughs> gonna beat each other up in this series and then Denver's gonna be sipping on pina coladas and bloody marys at the hotel bar going y'all done yet okay rest oh man rest in peace hey I, I think i did predict it at the beginning of the uh year so uh i think i predicted denver and sixers so uh there we go who knows who knows maybe we're wrong maybe the celtics get the <laughs> maybe the celtics get it uh get swept here and all of a sudden i was right the entire time <laughs> Anyway, you have anything else to say about this game? Because uh, it's basically just rest in peace, the Suns, to be honest. Yeah, it's thank thanks for coming out, Suns. But that's that's kind of the end of it. And um, I wish it was a better series that 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 had the potential to live up to it. But it just it hasn't been, and it doesn't look like that's changing anytime soon. What could have been? But out of all four semifinal series that we do have, this one is the safest one where you can go. Hey, if you can catch a deal on some Denver Nuggets players right now. Now would be the time to do so in the middle of the game week. It's almost a given that they're going to make it through to the next round. So uh, pick up your Jamal Murray's, your Michael Porter's, your Aaron Gordon's, and obviously your Jokic's 
which uh, if you don't have, basically it's safe to say you're not winning a lot in the playoffs. Not saying that that's the full wholehearted and honest 100% truth, but it's looking like that because yeesh, this man is just eating. He's eating, eating, literally eating, <laughs> eating, 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 eating. You know what I mean? Either way, we got it. We got it. Eight night. God. Either way, this has been another fantastic episode. Twenty seven ninety nine. Twenty seven dash ninety nine. There you go. That's what it is. Yeah. Sections twenty seven line. I don't know. I don't know. I don't read. I don't know how to read. Chapter ninety nine, page twenty seven. Sure. There you go. Yeah. I know. I I know how to read intellectualism. (laughs) Uh, Oh, great man! It's been it's been great talking to you. Y'all know about the reward. We told you what to do. Make sure you go, you retweet, you reply when the show comes out Friday morning. And we'll see you for Silver in the Sticks, episode 100. Whoosh.